Um, me, 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 me. La, 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 la. Okay. Welcome back to Book and Bottle, the podcast show for readers and non-readers alike. Each episode, I, Kalisa, attempt to explain one high fiction and fantasy book, while I, Holly, attempt to guess the plot and derail the whole conversation. While, while drinking, of course. course. I'm going to try my best to go from beginning to end of the story, including all the details I deem necessary and can remember. So if you plan to read this book yourself... So if you plan Don't. to read this book yourself, <laughs> make your spoilers ahead the longer you listen. And fair warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. This includes swearing, sexual content, and occasionally triggering topics. So feel free to sit back and relax with your favorite cocktail or mocktail and jump into a world far cooler than ours for the next hour. And if you're feeling a little wild, we created a drinking game to level up the start of your weekend. You can take a shot or a sip every time I'm unsure of a detail and every time Holly stumbles through um, reading a quote. I glitched that time and it took everything in me to finish that sentence. It's the weirdest. <laughs> and if you want to play on expert mode, you can finish your beverage, whether that's alcoholic, not alcoholic water. You don't have to play. Um, if Holly accurately predicts the future. But drink responsibly. This is just for fun. Mm -hmm. We're all adults here. Make good choices. Um, and you can head over to our YouTube channel to watch this podcast in video format. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about War Storm by Victoria Aviard. 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 Victoria Aviard. I've made her British. She's she's a Downton Abbey lady. She's got to be. Um, this is the fourth of the Red Queen series. So we recommend you go back, watch all the other ones first. Yes. Yeah, so you know where we're going. Um, unless you want to bring your chaotic energy, just some jump True. into this. Good luck. Buckle up. Um, otherwise, do you want to talk about our outfits? I mean, they're not sure. like sp spectacular. They're not, or at least the drinks. But they've happened. Yeah. What should we doing first? I think just drinks. I don't think we need to touch on our outfits. Brilliant. Um, so sometimes we have fun cups, sometimes we don't. Amazon, thank you, Jeff Bezos. I don't know why, but this is just like the coolest thing maybe ever. It in is. the world and we got a little lazy and ordered fun starbucks drinks and added a little liquid courage into them as you can see i forgot to mix mine so this is all liquor so i need to like incorporate it blow it back blow it back blow it back oh see i was so much more cautious you... with it okay good mixed mixed settled absolutely delicious also if this is just ever how bars should have these cups well they're kind of breakable so maybe not so but maybe not <laughs> maybe plastic versions of these cups i don't know they're really fun my friend melissa and i had a weekend i brought them over and it just made the whole experience fun cups time. get fun cups guys happiness is so easy it's so attainable <laughs> it's sometimes the smallest it's stuff. always the smallest stuff always the a smallest silly little stuff. cup silly little cup all right holly so i'm already in, i'm gonna warn you i meant to google some synopsises to refresh my memory because it's been a minute since we did the last thing <laughs> and now I'm scared I'm gonna be bad um okay so our main character is named Mare mm -hmm. she <laughs> I'm laughing because I don't even remember what happened in the last book so we used to be we used to like try to do like a whole when series we, when... of... sorry yeah no talk no you, you were good. talking <laughs> you were talking and I interrupted <laughs> finish what you were saying um we used to we would record like three episodes and then we would wait until all of those like went up and then record our next few because I had to read a lot um and we finally officially officially gotten ahead um so like the episodes she's talking about haven't been posted so these are all from her core memory yeah that's what I was just saying I don't remember <laughs> I I've, no I've read two books since then so uh, who knows it's gone okay so she and a guy named Cal or Tiberius um, are working together to like dethrone. <laughs> yeah, no, you're doing so good. The, it's very like Hunger Gamesy or like okay. olden timey where it's like the high ups and the lower ranking people. And we're trying to like mesh them together. But in the meantime, the high up people, they are the silvers because they, their blood is silver, but they also have magic powers, but they have predictable 
already known secret powers. The commoners, the poverty level people, are called reds because they bleed red because they're just humans, except some of them have like a little DNA hiccup where they actually have powers. So slowly these these normal basic people are becoming like superhuman and like the silvers want to get rid of them so they don't overpower them and the reds are trying to like get well they're called the scarlet guard they're trying to unite everybody so that they can work together to to one keep them from dying but two to like maybe get some equality in this world so there was a really sad scene where a boy died we read that yesterday (laughs) that's one of our things um and it's mostly just them trying to get life back her old fiance maven has since gotten married to a girl and he was nice to her while he kept her captive oh and his mom was kind of controlling him his whole life so he wasn't actually a douchebag really maybe he just kind of was made to be a douchebag because his mom made him Mm -hmm. yeah i really i really meant to google a synopsis so i had more for the people i think you're good i i it was coming back to me. I don't remember exactly what happened in the book per se, um, but to give you like an outline of who the players are in this book. Yes, that's okay. probably better. So we have um, Norda is the main um, territory. Right. I was like, that's not a person's name. <laughs> Maven. Maven is currently king. He is getting betrothed to, or is betrothed to Iris. She is the princess of the lakelands right and they very much do not see reds as equals they don't want equality the system works well for them and then you have the scarlet guard who wants equality for reds but they don't technically they don't have a territory they're just kind of a mishmash of people and then you have montfort which is they are a territory that is um equal already right and they have and they have a democracy right so and i want everyone to take a train there yeah so and to like help you picture it what we found out in the last book if you look at the maps basically norda is kind of the new england east coast territory uh the lakelands spreads up into canada and then um you have the prairie section which isn't kind of really uh it's not essential to the book and then you have Montfort, which is, I think, like the Nevada, Colorado area. Yeah. And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. So I hope you read these books. (laughs) Because that wasn't going to help you one lick. Yeah. Also, um, just a precursor, if I sound weird or if I'm sniffly, that's because I died a few days ago. I have allergies in Florida in March, and they hit harder than I was expecting, and I ended up with a 102 fever. And so I'm mostly recovered, but I'm still gotta love the body. Okay. Are you ready? Sure am. Jumping into the biggest book yet of this series. Right. They said, let's freaking do it. So in chapter one, Mare has a heart to heart with Farley and she's basically processing what happened, um, the pain of losing who she loves because they put Cal basically, they had positioned it to put Cal uh, back on the throne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing that game again. It's not over. <laughs> and basically, she lost who she loves. She was like, if, if, the, if the crown is going to come between us and you, um, the whole point of the Scarlet Guard is to not support someone. They don't want to support a crown. They, you know. They decide kind of on their next moves, and she basically says she doesn't want Cal to die, but where does the killing end at the end of the day? Like, oh, is, Tiberius. This is war. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, um, interesting enough, Victoria decided the last two books switch perspectives. My brain literally was like, wait, who's Victoria? And I was like, the author, the author, the author. <laughs> so now we see Evangeline. She sees how Loved rattled her. kind of Cal and Mare are because they are supposed to be together and now yeah. they're not. And Davidson says that he has to go back to Montfort. And Mare's like, well, I'll come with, you know, you got to smooth things out. And then Cal is like, I- I'm going to go actually as a king. It's my duty to <laughs> to go and make the negotiations and make sure everything's smooth. 
to help form an army okay to really really take over norda because half half of norda is kind of split there's some people supporting cal some people are supporting maven so it's tricky, even True. though Maven technically has the official crown. True. So Evangeline's dad also volunteers Evangeline to go because, again, with Cal back on the throne, Evangeline was technically supposed to be betrothed. True. And then it would be another power play because they had, oh, Evangeline's dad created another subsection, the Kingdom of the Rift, because oh, he right, wanted right. a crown He was too. like, I want some power. Let me give me some power. So it's a good power play to make his princess marry, you know, his daughter to marry the King of Norda, whatever. So <laughs> everyone's not happy. Mare requests Davidson to take her to her family in Montfort and um oh mayor requests davidson to take her family to montfort for safety got it and she finds out that um so i don't know if you remember there's two characters that had like telepathic abilities they could speak to each other they were like twins yes they were like finishing each other's senses they were not big so she finds out that they're actually triplets and they're all split up so they can mind speak to each other and Evangeline actually also comes up to to Mare and asks her to help Cal fail so she doesn't have to marry him. She's like, if you can make sure that he doesn't get the crown, I don't have to worry about marrying him because my dad won't go for that. I mean, isn't there's going to have to be a leader of some sort. True. So Mare needs to maybe just like... Well, Davidson... So in Montfort, they have a democracy. So Davidson has been voted up. Oh, okay. Instead of a a crown. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm there. Now we switch to Iris's point of view. Okay. And Iris and and her family have to put her dad to rest in the water because he was killed in that, like, the ending battle of the last book. Right. That I totally Um, remember. One of of the Nortons, uh, Iral. (laughs) Samos, maybe Iral's, or maybe Iral's the last name. Anyways, one of the people, one of the Nortons, killed her dad Sad. Out, of, out of hate, Sad. and so they go and she goes and they don't bury them. They because they're all nymphs, so they're buried oh. to water. And her mom almost begs her to stay, but they realize that um, one of the one of the power plays that they can do there's another territory called Piedmont <laughs> and Montfort stole the king of Piedmont so Piedmont was a territory where there was like a lot of kings vying for pieces of land it was really split everyone was like stabbing each other in the back so it was really easy for the king of Montfort to go in king the premier um there's no kings there. He the went prime to Montfort. Minister. Just kidding. Basically, he went to he went to Piedmont and he took one of the kings, Prince King Bracken, um, took his two kids, stole them, and that's how Montfort and the Scarlet Guard had held onto oh. Piedmont in the last book. Oh. Tricky. So they said if they realize if they can return. Prince Bracken's kids to Piedmont, they can solidify the relationship and they can win over Piedmont. Okay. Switching over to Mare, she goes and sees her family and kind of explains the the strategy that they're going to let. Essentially, they're letting Maven and Cal destroy each other and see who, who ends up winning. The and then they're going to take care of the victor. That way, you let them eliminate each other. Yeah, one less person to, to deal with. Exactly. Good strategy. So they head to Montford, and mind you, again, it is on the West Coast. So for the first time, they're seeing, like, these giant mountains and everything. Um, Do they have the right clothes for this weather? (laughs) That's a great question. Just being an asshole. In Montford, Davidson leans in and kind of asks Evangeline about her inability inability to marry Elaine. So this is when we find out that in Norda, mm-hmm. same sex marriage is like not a thing. Oh, you don't do that. Interesting. And she's like, pretends to be really offended because it's not common knowledge her relationship with Elaine. Okay. And that's also why she doesn't want to get married off to anyone. 
And he's like, well, I have, you know, I live here happily with my husband. And she thinks, she thinks that she, things can't change. So like Evangeline has been this really like hate filled, bitter character this whole time. That's been, um, you know, she's, uh, she's the magnetron, right. Has the dress with all the metals and stuff and can like kill Magneto, if you will. So she thinks things can't change yet. She kind of calls out Cal in his choice anyways Mm -hmm. of like, you chose the crown. Now you have to back it up. Yeah. If you could please turn to page 106. Put your money where your mouth is. Okay. (gasps) I almost asked you, but then I was like, I think I remembered. (laughs) The sister picks a flower as they go. A pale green bloom with vibrant petals then tucks it into her hair. As I watch, the tall red boy, the one Mare insists on dragging everywhere, does the same. The flower looks silly behind his ear, and both Barrow sisters double over. Their laugh echoes over us, a taunt more than anything. They are red, they are lesser, and they are happy. How can this be? Stop moping. Calor? Mm-hmm. Right. I grind out through gritted teeth. The advice is for both of us. You forge this crown yourself. Now wear it or don't. Oh, is that Cal's, like, full name? Mm-hmm. Tiberius. Tiberius Calor. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've been calling him Cal so long, I didn't realize, mm-hmm. I forgot that must be short for something. So, I, Evangeline offers a unique perspective, because here you have a silver, who's a silver and royalty, yeah. has everything she could want in the world, and she absolutely hates the fact that she can watch Reds smile and laugh. Like, enjoy their And life. enjoy their life. And I think you'll really start to see that because she is so angry and bitter and like miserable herself she's trying to spread that to everyone yep yep. misery loves company (laughs) that's for sure iris and maven get information that the bracken kids are in montfort and she intends to win piedmont back over so merrick goes to dinner after they all get to montfort and davidson's husband his name is carmadon but every time I read it in my head, I always read car- uh, cardamom. <laughs> it's like I was thinking cardamom. Yeah, I didn't like never read that right. LMFAO, I love it. Uh, so his husband's just chatting away. Davidson's nowhere to be found. And like, you know, he's he's giving those cheeky little jokes and everything. And, you know, he's talking throughout all the courses about um, uh, they so with the planes being right in the middle there he's talking a lot about bison and he kind of mentions how bison and cattle even though they're two different species they can mate nudge nudge wink wink so julian and davidson finally show up julian jackos love him um he's good. my favorite character agreed and all of a sudden this siren goes off and it's a raid and davidson's like well now we get a show, huh? Mare is really upset because she's like, I said no more surprises. Like, sh- this girl was just in captivity. She doesn't, uh, she is so tense every time, like all the time. Yeah, only, only tense. Only, calm. only tense. And David, like she and like, Feyre would really relate to that. Like, yes. keep getting stuck in places they don't want to be, but mm-hmm. like have to be brave. Yeah, for sure. And davidson's like we don't plan for raiders but it obviously happens people on the planes will come in and attack so they all suit up and they head down the mountain they're in um they call them transports sure picture like a hummer car love it situation and they're going down this the, the mountain that they're on and one transport gets pushed off the mountain and it stops the whole convoy and davidson decides to send half of the team down um Half of the team to get the rest down below because um, Piedmont for where they're at is like one area, but there's different towns down below on the mountain that's still part of Montfort. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, half the team goes down and get all the people who are getting ready down there to like face the the raiders. And then the rest of us will stay up here. Um, and that turns out to be all of the people from Norda. And they're like, we don't really like this. We're kind of like sitting ducks whatever happened you know someone attacked so they know we're right here they they're under attack and mayor um all of a sudden stuff starts to happen 
if you know me, I'm not really into fighting scenes. So this is where stuff gets blurry. Hold on. <laughs> it gets to the point where Mare gets caught by a silencer. So that is someone um, with the ability to, to like, negate all your power. Powers. And obviously her being captive, where that happened to her for months. Yeah. Like that's terrifying. Oh yeah, she was a real badass with that. Sorry. Yeah. Little and moments are coming back. <laughs> Farley ends up saving her life, shoots the silencer. Flipping over to Iris, Iris manages to sneak into Ascendant, which is the capital of Montfort, like with that. a small team, like and they manage to find the kids. There's no cameras at all, uh, but there's Silent Stone, and it's like weirdly easy for them to get in. It's a trap. But they brought a skin healer along with two red kids, and basically he cuts them and he delights in it which is disgusting but you have to kind of cut them up and he tries to heal them to make them look like the little kids that they're taking oh yeah so after the attack and everything they they manage to deal with all the raiders the group goes to the council and davidson asks for more army resources so again even though he holds the position of premier everything has to be voted on and the people are still pretty hesitant about getting involved in all of this. And Mare speaks up um, to kind of add to the case. And they're like, look, you've been used as a puppet so many times. Like first, uh, the king, the original king <laughs> was using you yeah. and Alara. And then Maven got a hold of you. Like no one is going to believe what you say. Yeah. So then Farley speaks up. Which I see his point, sadly. And they shut her down because they're like, you don't actually have any land. What's your game in this? And, oh, wait. Is Farley pregnant? She had a baby. She had the baby. Yes. Mare's brother died, but don't worry. Not before he got Farley pregnant so he can live on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Little Clara. uh, Who stays with the, while Farley's out and fighting and stuff. Claire just said she's not part of the story really she just goes that just hit me I was like wait a minute I know another detail about her she stays with the rest of the barrows Cal speaks up and he says that essentially admits that he was wrong and that he wants to help fight so they all vote yes to help out with the war brilliant they all head back to Norda with Davidson Davidson's just going to follow after a week. He has to deal with more stuff in his hometown. Right. Classic. Mayor says bye to her family yet again. And Evangeline is looking to be reunited with Elaine. And just to get back and find out that they've lost Piedmont. That's better. Bracken pledges his loyalty to Maven as a thanks for returning his children. And Iris pretends to be more like Mare to kind of make Maven happy. He's still really sick in the head. And a man asks if he missed him. Wait, what? I realize. So as... (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I heard that wrong. I need some more details. (laughs) So... Because they captured back Piedmont, yeah, there was still um quite a lot of the Scarlet Guard and Silvers um and representatives from Montfort in okay. Piedmont. Okay. So they captured them all as prisoners. Okay. And as Maven's walking out of the room, a man turns around and goes, Did you miss me? And turns out that um Maven's remember bisexual. the the, <laughs> the triplets. Oh, so it's one of them. So essentially, we have a situation where Mare, Farley, and Cal are talking to one of the triplets who is mimicking and sending it over to the other triplet who's acting it out oh. for Maven. So he sees like even the mannerisms and the way she's saying things. Wow. He knows it's Mare, and yeah. he's like, "How it's you? But how's it you?" And she confirms it's her by um, uh. T- turning to iris because iris was with with maven and in the last book she had said something to mare about how even lap dogs bite or like even dogs on a leash bite back eventually um so she repeats that and so even iris knows that it's, it's like, her Ooh, hi. and so she tries to negotiate him letting all of the prisoners free 
Farley essentially threatens that they've located the place. Oh, that they've lo- laced the whole um, all of Piedmont with bombs. And she's like, well, is let this you know. true or is this just a tactic? That's a great question. I don't actually know the answer. Okay. <laughs> um, she, she tells them that they've laced the whole place with bombs. And she's like, if you let the prisoners go, we will let you know where they're at. And so Maven actually agrees and says that he misses Mare. Oh, my gosh. But she also says, sorry, Iris. God. She says, just so you know, like you are never going to talk to me again through this person. So you also have to make sure you let them go. Like, do not hang on. You are not going to hear me through this man again. Portal of a human. Cal, Mare, and Farley show up late to a meeting. Annabelle, who is Cal's grandma, room, yeah. is trying to have him. Don't they have a cute little name for her? Nanabelle. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, so Nanabelle is trying to have him claim land, and she suggests that, um, because- uh, was she this whole time? Yeah. Just like, I'm old, I'll just chill, but Still now it's like time for action, like, and she's like, I'm here, ready to suit it up. I need to watch that again. I have not seen that since I was a child. Oh my God, then we should watch it together. I love that movie. Okay. Yes. So Nanabelle is like, all right. It's so amazing. I want to name like a dog Nanabelle or something. <laughs> Oh, like I haven't seen the movie, but in Peter Pan, isn't the dog named Nana or something? Oh, Nana. Yeah. yeah. Is that where you were going with it? No, I was going to tell you, I finally figured out my chicken names completely. (laughs) Okay. Then I get to middle name them. (laughs) But but here are the thoughts. It's not, I mean, I'm still going to wait to see their like personalities and everything and what types I get because they have different colorings and stuff. True. But first one, nugget, short nugs. Chicken nugget. Not, not very. Wait. Oh, that's a little sad. Nugs. Because, like, they turn into chicken nuggets. And then we have Tender, whose nickname is going to be Tendy. So we have Nugs and Tendy. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> okay. And then we that. have Sweet and Sour. The two will be best friends with the other two will be best friends. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's sad. And my aunt helped me brainstorm last night, but I, I I'm not I'm not committed to these. Are names, you a Slytherin? But it's just I think you might be part Slytherin. Well, I'm not gonna eat them at any point. Someone's gonna eat them. Nobody's gonna eat them. Oh, if you're like making them for food, you need to feed them like special feed and get them fat and everything. Like it's a whole thing. Oh, I just need it. Less sad, but still sad yeah. that they're named after their lost brothers and sisters. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the story. <laughs> it's like naming a, a baby cow steak. Yeah. Anywho. K for short. <laughs> Me- we've, got, we've got medium rare. We have well done. Burst. And we have little baby medium. Oh, um, Hammy, Hammy and Bergs. Um, so Nanabelle is like, as far as land goes, uh, why don't you capture Delphi, Delphi? And he's like, no, no, that's too easy. My supporters are already there. If we want to make a statement, let's take Harbor Bay. And Mayor suggests, she's like, well, on top of that, you should free one of the techie towns. So um, Mayor was from the slums where they're just, you either work or you get conscripted. There's very little, but there's also this like I don't even want to call it a medium, but another layer of hell where if you're born in a techie town, you get like. (laughs) Okay, but. (laughs) I was told if you put your hands up, it helps with the coughing. Yeah. (laughs) It's doing so good. I was just thinking about how I don't drink out of water bottles. I usually have a straw. And I was like, when I'm done with this, I'll get a cup with a straw. And then my whole body was like, you can only drink with a straw. Now. You are a baby. (laughs) okay once more (laughs) yes oh so mayor there's the tech towns where those are all the people who work in like factories and stuff like that Uh, and you get like technology you get uh well same thing you're like building stuff through the factories right the technology that they have like robots yeah basically um and she's like, if you free one of the techie towns, one, you're letting, you're liberating a lot of reds. Two, you're creating chaos and like destroying the True. factories that are making all the goods that to they serve need. silvers and maven essentially. So this whole time, because Cal chose the crown again, Mare has been avoiding him, and okay. she's like, 
look, like it's not, you know, we're over with pretty much. Can't support this. So Evangeline has a plan to push Mare and Cal together. And she asks Mare if she wants to spar, knowing that oh, Cal is right. already in the sparring ring. Oh, look at her. Well, I still feel like Mare's being a little bit ridiculous because I think someone has to take control to say, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. I'm stepping down. We're putting this new thing in place. Like somebody has to say that. Oh, just wait. We will talk about that in the review episode. Okay. It, it's worse. <laughs> Yay! So they get dressed. They're getting ready to spar. If you could please turn to page 266. Okay. I got it. Don't you worry. Um, I was going to say earlier, like way earlier when I interrupted you, I was like, that should be part of the drinking game, except people would like die for every time I interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd just be dead. Right. Okay. Furious with her scheming, I pull off my own clothes before forcing the suit on. You might as well just shove us into a closet and lock the door. I snarl, watching her braid, watching her braid her silver hair away from her face. She does it quickly without thought, forming a crown around her head. Evangeline only twists her lips. Trust me, I would if I thought that might work on you. Him, yes, a closet would be enough. But you, she throws her hands wide, shrugging. You can never make anything easy. So what you're trying to, so so what you're you're. <laughs> i got so in my head i was like you're gonna read it right this time and then my brain was like no, you're, not. you're doing so good okay so what you're going to try to beat the shit out of me and hope he feels some pang of sympathy maybe have him nurse me back to health i shake my head disgusted not a bad idea not it's worked idea. in other books not a bad idea but they like is... wake up in a bathtub right <laughs> this is the first time that they you know start to have a little bit of, of banter i know of... i like that they said beat the shit out of each other or whatever right? like, i feel like that's like crazy yeah so they start to fight and evangeline starts teasing about titan one of the other electricons right and and Titan and her, you know, whatever. So oh. Cal walks away. He's done watching at that point. He's like, <laughs> he and my feelings workout. are sad. They basically beat the shit out of each other. And to the point where they're, it kind of fast forwards to them waiting to see the healer. And like, I'm talking like, Mare has, her eyes are almost swollen shut. Her lips cracked. There's blood I thought the face has to be off limits. Blood. You know, well, so they have you need eyeballs. Oh, they, that's true. They have healers, You'll so be fine. Goes away in a blink, but it feels kind of good, you know. Yeah, it's good to get it out of your system. Yes, I just yes. just martial art, <laughs> kickboxing, adult self, and man, just like punching a bag is like Amazing. wow, cathartic. Yeah. And that also kind of forces her to end up talking to Cal, and he still has hope that someone can fix Maven. So it's clear that a right. got in his brain, scrambled a bunch scrambled of stuff. Scrambled the eggs. Maybe if they found the right new blood to put the pieces back together, you know, they can see. They're also waiting to hear, so Cameron was among the prisoners. Cameron Cole, she was the 15-year-old girl that had a twin. Twin out in the fields. Yep, she's the one that can silence you and, like, shut down your whole body if yeah. she wanted to. That is a lot um, of power. She was another one of the prisoners, and they were waiting to see if she made it out of Piedmont because they had not heard from her so iris gets <laughs> in a carriage and all of a sudden annabelle and julian are in there and she goes to scream and, but obviously they shut her up real quick and they're basically asking for lakelander support and they finally convince her when they name um an iral uh so it's the last name i forget what ability that is as her father's killer they're like basically we want your support. We'll tell you who killed your father if you wanted revenge. Oh, you know, whoa! And not only who it was, but whose order it was, which is Lord Samos Evangeline's dad. Oh, this is gonna be bad. But so good, but bad. She gets back to the palace, and Maven plans to send her to Harbor Bay, essentially as bait, because they got word that um cal is gonna go after harbor bay so they're like we're gonna send you there your mom's not gonna let you die so she's gonna come with her fleet to harbor bay oh uh, i mean strategy strategy and that's on strategy so it's all going Callie's down favorite mare and cameron are on the team invading the uh uh new town one of okay. the type of towns Kalorn is also with them oh, and yeah, I forgot about him. 
they're waiting for the signal and there's some extra banter and rudeness and stuff and Mara's like what is going on between the two like, of them say, and what? Cameron turns around and she's like well you and Cal are worse and uh, she's like oh people have noticed okay Cameron and Kaloran are being flirty yeah oh I love it yes wasn't Kaloran probably like a little older yeah. Okay, that's all. That's all. <laughs> that was in my head because in the last book, I think she was like 15. That's what I like, thought. That's what I was thinking. I, was like, I feel like he's like 18. He's 19 at this point. Yeah, time. so. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Awkward turtle They're for all, all my like, ruling kingdoms. I know. That's something I have to talk about in the okay. review episode. I made a note of that last time. I have things to say. We have, we have things to say. Let me add. Opinions. Let me add this. Okay. Um. So they're in one building. There's two other electricons in other sides of the town. Basically, right. they have all three of them make like a little triangle and they're making this storm with all of their lightning magic. And at the signal, everything, they start the storm, stuff is blowing up. Um, he, they they have to leave the building and essentially a telki, telkinesis, hit, like pushes Kalorn down the stairs. He's messed up on the inside he's basically dying at he's, this point he's just a red right yeah he doesn't just, have, he i didn't think he like <laughs> magically got anything later on okay just make sure he's dying um and like again there's this whole scene i think the whole building starts to collapse or something something oh, insane God. goes on davidson's there in time with his like shield to like stop the building they're okay um they managed to find a healer so Kalorn's okay obviously nobody's dying yeah and they succeeded. Harbor Bay, or Newtown. I really want to call it Newton. But they hear all the struggles and stuff of neighboring Harbor Bay. And so Mara's like, get me a transport. We're going. Yeah. yeah. We ride. <laughs> we fly. Evangeline goes into war. Um, they are approaching through the harbor with nymphs. Ooh. Um, or no, they... All the magnetrons are going with the boats until nymphs create this giant wave that basically like oh. separates everyone. Well, Lord of the Rings. She yeah. her her brother's with her, and her brother is like the most valuable thing in the world to her. So she makes sure she finds good old Tolly Ptolemus. And they managed to make it to Cal. Same thing. This is like actually like this is super abridged because they're like running through the town and dodging all this stuff. It's crazy. They make it to Cal. Um, stating that Iris's mom is going to come for her. They saw her, but um, Cal is very adamant after what happened to Mary. He's like, we are not Maven. We are not going to take hostages. That's respectable. However, he's kind of outweighed and they come up with a plan. Now, I want to know in the back of her mind, Evangeline is like, because she's at the war under her dad's orders, right? She still yeah. listens to the King of the Rift, her dad. Right. And she's like, he wouldn't send us to our death. Like, we're right? not actually going to lose, right? Like, this, hmm, questionable. I mean, in theory, no, but I don't know. There's some There's some bad parents out there. So as they get teleporters, jumpers, that take Eve and Tolly to... Um, Iris has four battleships, warships. Oh. So they teleport because the one thing Lakelanders don't have is new bloods. And so they teleport the two magnetrons onto each of the ships. And she basically moves the giant turrets to lock on the third ship that, or the fourth ship that Iris is on. And she like melts it into place so nobody else can move it. Okay. The teleporter, if like people are on the ship, because obviously it's all enemy people. Um, the teleporter will like grab the person, teleport over the water, drop them, and teleport back. Like just pop, pop, pop. Boom, boom, <laughs> Super boom. Super easy. They turn all the turrets against her, so now it's three warships on one, and she's watching Cal again, being the type of person that wants to fight his own battles, gets teleported onto Iris's ship, and so it's fire against water in a bay, like they're on water. <laughs> And she's like, she literally wonders, she's like, is this where I watch Cal die? Mm -hmm. Mare manages to get into Harbor Bay just in time to see Cal get knocked off the boat. And she's like running. She can't find a teleporter. So she's about to hop in a boat herself and go off. She's, she's, like, she's like, I will swim if I have to. No. And they see nothing. 
And finally, someone oh God, be dead. That'd be pulls fun. him ashore. He's like blue at this point. He's not breathing. They finally find a healer. And eventually he coughs up all his water. He doesn't die, obviously. Oh, Hallmark. They go back to the castle. I don't know if it's the stronghold of um of Harbor Bay, but Evangeline eventually uh essentially leads Mare to these tunnels and Mare's like, well, where does it lead? She's like, where do you think it leads? Mare goes running down the tunnel, pops into Cal's room. And she keeps telling him, like, they kind of stand off for each other, kind of waiting for each other to make the first move. And then they take one step each to each other. And then they go equally. And then she's like, it's the last time. Like, essentially, the girl equivalent of, like, I'm not going to sleep with you. (laughs) She's like, it's the last time. But then it does the classic fade to black, as YA does. I get it. But also... Give the people what they want, but I know it's not why it was written. It's fine. Um, Maven meets with Iris and her mom, whose name is Serna. Okay, sure. And they're essentially arguing battle tactics. So he realizes not only has he lost Fort Patriot, which Mm. is the fort in Harbor Bay. Sure. But Iris, who's like, we're going to let, we're going to let Norda crumble. With all her nymphs and stuff, they essentially drowned Harbor Bay. Oh. Like there's irreparable jam- damage. So not only did he lose the fort, but it's completely destroyed. So yeah. there's no point in him trying to get it back. At yeah, because it's like useless. So he knows that his brother is going to ask to talk. Iris, meanwhile, tells her mom that they might actually be on the losing side of this battle. They kind of realize and her mom basically ignores her until she explains she like Iris is trying to beg her like come on and her mom is very like reds are less than us they're not a threat it's fine like what are you worried about and then she finally explains her visit from Julian and Annabelle love Julian a letter from Cal finally arrives asking Maven to meet at dawn on an island of his choosing to stop the bloodshed classy so Mare stays with cal and julian visits and Mare's kind of like i don't care at this point like everyone's gonna talk they're gonna notice like whatever and he said that maven has picked a location Mare asserts that like he's not gonna negotiate he's just trying to see us yeah and cal says he needs to see his brother one last time before he officially gives up on him and Julian also gave him a copy of his mother's diary. And he's like, have you read it? And he's like, no, I haven't really had time. It's kind of hard to get through it. And he's like, I think I think you should. Which we all know we should probably listen to Julian out of everyone. Yeah, Julian, Julian's like the secret whisperer of knowledge. So they meet on an island, the island of Maven's choosing. And they realize they have to go in a silent circle. So anybody who has weapons are asked to take them off. And they're going um, on top of silent stone so nobody can have powers. Mare is, like, clinging to Julian at this point, And she's, like, doesn't know if she can do it. Because that that feeling, again, that she had for months. So they all sit down. And it's, I, like, picture it as, like, you know, it's it's um, Farley, Cal, Davidson, Julian, Mare, Annabelle, all of them on one side facing. Maven, Iris, Serna. All of that. And the holy hands. Yeah. Kumbaya style. Yeah. You only get to talk unless you have the stick. And they're doing the da 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 da. You're out. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> and Julian speaks to the repressed rising, as they always have in history. And um, Mayor kind of steps in. If you could turn to page 426. History favors the underfoot and the repressed, your majesty, he says. He sounds enchanting and methodic, wise even beneath the weight of silent stone. The queen is reluctant, but shuts her mouth slowly to listen. The years are long, but eventually, always, fortune shifts. Fortunes shift. The people rise. Such is the way of things. Either let change come willingly, help it along, or face the wrath of such force. It might 
not be you or even your children, but the day will come when reds storm the gates of your castle, break your crowns, and slit the throats of your descendants as they beg for the mercy you will not show now. He's got beautiful red hair. It is so full and so thick. <laughs> yes. Love him. And it's like, it again, good a message of like the repe- the repressed will always rise once they've it's been gonna happen. fed up yeah. enough. Like history shows. You the poke tide, the bear too many times. The tides always change. So like back when silvers were, um, like that genetic mutation was just starting to appear, you know, everyone, all of the reds were against silvers because you as humans we fear what we don't understand amen any difference we're like immediately no and you know so that that shifted where at one point the silvers were above the reds were above the silvers and then it you know shifts so it'll shift back inevitably at some point and Merrick calls him out and is like look you're unstable true plain and simple evangeline calls out prince bracken and queen cerna and they're like, look, they're both using Maven to destroy what's left of Norda. You know, they're just waiting again. Same thing, just as Mare was and the rest of the Scarlet Guard and Montfort. They're waiting to see who destroys the other yeah. and just Plus finish work them off. For me, yeah. At that point, Cal accepts that Maven is gone. And he's like, all right, time for war. That's it. The meeting's Aww. over. So they set to leave the circle and Evangeline hears this like commotion and the water level is rising. It's like lapping at her ankles. So um, she manages, she climbs up, I don't know if she climbs up on a hill, she gets a viewpoint because they went off their separate ways. And she sees all of a sudden that the Lakelanders have taken out all of Maven's guards and, and are holding him um, for the trade. Oh. So Annabelle and Julian turn around and Julian is a singer, so he, he looks sure right is. at Iral and is like, go go on over there, don't fight back. And um, the Lakelanders, uh, Iris and Cerna, basically torture him to death and drown him. But Maven? Uh, sorry. I, oh, the other the guy. Iral, yeah, the one that they agreed with. But she realizes that there's no way... There's no way they would have agreed to just kill the person who killed their dad. Like, they're going to be after more, which most likely is her dad. Yeah. They give the hand over Maven to Cal. Um, And they go their separate ways. Um, <clears throat> so they sentence Maven to execution. Oh, publicly. wow. Oh, wow. Farley, Merritt, and Davidson um, are like, they're they're you know they're in court what's iris's power again Nymph. the okay. water okay water stuff well i was like do we think maybe i feel like maven doesn't want to be bad so it's like do we think anybody's messing with his mind again and like because you think you wouldn't Just, pick evil alara's already done enough damage remember so as a kid yeah, she was know, already taking away I emotions know, and but... once it's gone it's gone i had hope yeah yeah and mayor kind of stands up and is like is this is this what you're really doing and he's like yes and so farley mayor and davidson stand up and they just turn around and they're gonna walk out because they will not support another king another crown and as a last ditch effort cal's like Look, there's not enough time to change with a war coming up because Lakeland's, uh, they're going to come back. Piedmont's going to come back. But he w- he's willing to make concessions for um, um, fair wages. So he's going to pay them actually what they're worth and to end conscription. Okay. And Mare's like, thanks for your consideration. They turn and leave. Before that, Mare visits Maven to say kind of the goodbyes and they kind of have their typical banter back and forth. That's where he's still like blaming it on his mom that, you know, she messed with his brain and stuff like that. And Mare's like, look, we've, you know, Cal was raised by his dad. That's making him do what he's doing right now to hold on to the crown. Like we're all products, but like we decide what we do with that. Exactly. So Davidson pops up, and so does Arezzo, one of the teleporters. Amazing name. And 
grabs Mare, like, it's time to go, teleport out of there. But when she looks down, Aretha's also grabbing Maven. Boom, they all teleport out of there. Gotcha. Davidson also leaves a letter for Eve and Elaine saying, look, if you want to be free, come to Montfort. We're happy to have you. We're uh, happy to have you. He says, he says, if you want to come, order like a tea or something like that. And oh, we'll and that'll be the... That we'll come and get you. Oolong tea. She did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oolong with three sugars. Mm-hmm. Wink. That'll be the code. And then when you take two sips, we'll burst it. Right. But she doesn't. She doesn't go for it. No. They find out that Maven's been taking, and a lot of the Silvers are all fighting. So they have, you know, again, the different houses, if you will. Evangeline tells Cal that they're going to come after and kill uh, Volo, Samos, and the rift is going to crumble. Oh, good. <laughs> So Iris does feel some regret killing a man. This is the first time she's killed that's not been self-defense. And the fact that he was under Julian's spell where he just like willingly kind of died didn't really sit right with her. But they've been training an army and um, they also get word that Montfort took Maven. So they're back in the Lakelands. They're training their army. They're getting ready to take over. Mary gets reunited with her family, who all look good and, like, healthier, actually. And it's, like, almost feels too good to be true, really. Uh-oh. So the next day, she goes up and she climbs one of the mountains to burn off some steam. Right. She just goes for, like, a little hike. Classic. And she runs into John, the... John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith? La, 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 la. <laughs> whenever, the, whenever he goes out, the people always shout. <laughs> um the the seer that can see the new right i still can't believe they just named him john Uh, yeah yeah that's anyways (laughs) anywho and she's like what the fuck first of all like you saw everything and he's like exactly so don't you think i've considered alternatives and that was part of the way things had to happen to get to where we're at today and he says that she will still have to rise alone Okay. Like a, like a phoenix. He says Lakelands are going to attack in a few weeks, and if they get control of Norda, it is going to be a long and bloody battle. Interesting. So John. They, she goes back down the mountain. and John just happened to be on this mountain, or did he poof there to talk to her? Um, I, 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 I just gotten there somehow. I'm a little confused that you just randomly ran into each other on this mountain. Well, he can see everything. He knew exactly where she would be. Okay, so he went there on purpose. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Just the how he actually got to a hole across Other... the United States. Yeah. <laughs> That's questionable. Um. So she goes back down and and tells them what what she saw, which again they're highly suspicious of because why not? Yeah. But they realize that the best way into Norda is Maven's tunnels because they they had shut down the previous tunnels that the Scarlet Guard used. Right. But Maven had his own one. He so, sure did. But they kind of need his help. Oh. And he said that the only way I'm going to help you is you if you let me lead you to them, like physically, like bring bring me along. Dicey. Cal is beyond exhausted and stressed, and Julian questions why why he's holding on to the crown yet again you know he's like you agreed to this what's going on holding on to it you're adding all the stress so julian pushes him to read his mom's journal yet again and finally he breaks and does and part of it is included on page 555 well that's such a good number Mm -hmm. i can't possibly forget that one this is a big ass book sure was he will not be a soldier. I owe him that. Too long the sons and daughters of House Kalor have been fighting. Too long has this country had a warrior king. Too long have we been at war on the front end and also within. It might be a crime to write such things, but I am a queen. I am the queen. I can say and write what I think. True. The Kalors are children of fire, as strong and destructive as their flame. But Cal... Will not be like the others before. Fire can destroy, fire can kill, but it can also create. Forests burned in the summer will be green by spring, better and stronger than before. 
Cal's flame will build and bring roots from the ashes of war. The guns will quiet, the smoke will clear, and the soldiers, red and silver both, will come home. One hundred years of war, and my son will bring peace. He will not die fighting. He will not. He will not. All caps. And Tiberius. I was trying to be respectful of that last one. I might have made it all the way through. I, I know. That's crazy. That's amazing. I was like, be this queen. You can't fuck up. Yeah, She'd be disappointed in you. Cannot. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was like, fires keep people warm. Like, fire is a good thing sometimes. It doesn't have to be all evil. Aw, uh, is this going to make his heart? Well, kind of like Maven, it's hard. Like, he was raised to think he'd be the next king. Like, it's yeah. kind of hard. Like, yeah. yes, obviously, you get to choose what you do. But it's like, your brain from birth was like, you're the next king. You're going to be the ruler. Like, it's yeah. going to be weird to try to get that out of your head. For sure. For sure. So... For the first time ever, we get Maven's point of view, and we find out that he actually likes being in Silent Stone, because that is the one time where he's he not hearing his mom's voice. Yeah! Like, nobody's controlling him. him. Nobody can... Mm-hmm. Wait, how sad. Mm-hmm. He just needs a hug. Nice. He needs a little more than a hug, but yeah. Him and Jeffrey Dahmer just needed hugged more as children. And love active love <laughs> active love yes active love yes the support that they actually needed yeah um and mayor comes down to ask him about the tunnels again and that's where she tells him again that you can't always blame who raised you unfortunately you know later they load him onto a plane and he sees um this was some sometime later there this is when they're getting ready to um invade norda and one little detail is that um, all of the electricons, uh, they all have different colored electricity and they right. have dyed their hair. Somebody's way. purple and they're my favorite. Mare's purple. Yep, she's my favorite. <laughs> I, I don't, I didn't know who, but I knew somebody was purple. Yeah, so, but she didn't want to dye her hair purple. She right. Was like, but I would. Her, her ends had gone gray, so she just dipped the little tips uh, in purple. And Maven, right, Maven sees her smiling and he goes, and I love it. Like, he doesn't say it out loud, but in his head, he's like, I love it. <laughs> oh, they could have been cute together if he didn't go full evil. So it says that instead he just closes his eyes and thinks about his precarious plan. Oh, that? It kills it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. Why are you here? I'm trying to root for you a little bit. Oh, man. So they get into um place. Uh, so... Half of them are flying in to go to the tunnels. Evangeline has been in the rift with her dad, and they're coming in a different way. Um, Evangeline notices that the main river that goes through the city or whatever is starting to flow backwards. And she's like, okay. That's a problem. This attack is starting. And she can see that um, with... Oh, maybe they're not in the rift. Sorry. Maybe they're in Harbor Bay. I don't know where they're at. God, Callie. Did I you even know. read the book? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> um, you know, Cal is starting to make the, the plans and stuff, and she can see that her parents are planning to run. You know, um, Cal wants to send people out to certain places to, to protect the borders, and her parents are like, no, no, we will stay here and protect if anyone gets in here. Okay, sure. Wait. Her parents... Van mm-hmm. Evangeline. Okay. Yeah. My brain was like, where's parents? And not protect shit. She finally makes up her mind and she goes to her parents and she goes, What role are you gonna have me play next? Like what what are you gonna have me do next? <laughs> and she kind of starts pushing their buttons until they're following her out and she lures them out out of the building that they're in this into part the of a plan? courtyard. Yeah. Out into a courtyard. Julian pops in and he's singing to Volo and gets control of him to start the second half of the trade. Okay. She takes Tolly and Ren and um, Ren is a whole character I had not even mentioned to this point. But I like the name. Ren is um, a, a character. So originally... Uh, when Evangeline was going to have to marry to royalty, she had Tolly, her brother, mm-hmm. marry Elaine. So Elaine would always be by be connected. her. Yeah. But at the same time, Tolly started um, not a relationship, but a funship. <laughs> a situationship. With, yeah, with um, a girl named Ren. And I think she's like some sort of healer or something. Okay, love it. So Good at Tolly. Yes. 
And um, so she grabs the two of them and they're essentially just like walking out at this point. They just they just leave. And okay. she's like, I've made it made up my mind. On the way out, she uh passes Cal and there she's planning to go take the train, Maven's train, to get as close to Montford the as Maven's train. And she passes Cal and Cal's like, How many? Like, how many are you like? You're deserting me at the start of this battle. And she's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, I don't. Amazing. Love and it. she turns around and she tells Cal, like, if it isn't too late for me, it's not too late for you yet. True. Mare and the rest get into Archeon, which is the capital. I of love that Luota. name, too. And the train, as they, they're entering the tunnels, the train whizzes past. They don't know that Evangeline's on it. <laughs> But it goes, and I love that name. So you much. just see the light leave Maven's eyes, and you know that was part of his plan was to hop on a train and just take off. Yeah. So Mare is supposed to kill Maven, but this blast goes off, Wait. and he ends up escaping. What? She can't kill him. Well, all they needed was him for the information. He was sentenced to execution, anyways. Okay. I don't like it. I know he's been doing some bad stuff, but I don't like it. I don't know why I'm attached to him a little bit. He's branded her. <laughs> I know, but I'm attached to him a little bit. Weird. That's what happens when you don't get all the details, guys. <laughs> um, and I can save him! <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so she goes to Farley and Cal. Um, Cal's there, and he turns around, and he's like, is it too late for me? And she's like, of course not so she admits that she has to kind of go find maven (laughs) i may have lost the person i was supposed to kill and another blast sends them sprawling the bridge has basically collapsed and they're literally free falling towards the the bay down below until two teleporters go and manage to grab them um flying would be a very handy power so they realize they have to split up mara's like i'm gonna go find maven Cal is with Farley, and he watches as Bolo Samos walks to the bridge, keeps running, and basically just walks right off of it down into the water oh. below. Oh. Um, he doesn't fall into the water. He lands right on Iris's boat. <laughs> but, yeah. Iris Alive and Serna or... watch as he splatters right on the boat. He's okay. dead, but Sad. that um, it their trade was complete. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're getting attacked by these underwater submarines that the Red Guard had had. Okay, And sure. they're getting attacked. They just decide to go home. They're like, it's not worth it. We're, we're going to lose here. They peace out. Again, this is me glossing over all of that. They peace the fuck out. So Maven runs to a second set of tunnels within the White Fire Palace, which is right. the, you know, the main Also palace. a great name. And but it's flooded because um of all the water issues that have been going yeah. on lately. The, the system is not ready for it. Um so he has to backtrack, go back into the palace. He's like, his thoughts are running a million miles an hour. He's like, I need a map, I need food, I need to get out of here. And he's looking for supplies. Of course, Mare finds him, all the light bulbs are popping and stuff like that. And he runs into um, I don't know if it's the main courtroom, one of the rooms. Um, that has silent stone in it. So he kind of is hoping that she's going to be too scared to get in the silent stone. And she's like, look, is it going to be this way? He has like, all he has is a letter opener. (laughs) He is prepared. That's it. And so Mara, she enters the room and they start fighting. He like stabs her in the back with the letter opener. And then she's biting his hand and like blood's going everywhere. He's screaming as she's biting his hand and um he starts to choke her and the last moment she swings and blacks out oh so she wakes up to sarah skonos who um healer healer yeah is healing her and kalorn is at her side she's actually in one of the beds at the palace he said that there's been a ceasefire oh so it's not resolved they didn't forfeit it's they like, just like paused paused <laughs> And that Maven is, in fact, dead. She did manage to kill him. 
Well, and why'd she pass out? They literally came back to her bleeding out. Oh, because she, like, she was dying. Injured. Yeah. Got it. And Cal comes in and they just sit there. Like that's that's kind of it. This feels like a, a Ron and Hermione moment when he's been drugged and he's just and they're just having yeah. a nice little yeah. sit. So we fast forward to um, I don't know how much time has passed, but Mare is essentially leaving Cal and she's like, I need time to find myself. She she's been through a lot. Her and her family go to a town called Paradise, which I think are out on the plains, and they're watching these bison roam around. If you could turn to page six hundred and fifty-six. If I stare at her, I will keep Okay. <laughs> Did you turn right to I'm it? magically... <laughs> magic is real, guys. <laughs> okay. I don't know why, but I'm reminded of something Julian taught me once long ago. We destroy. It's the constant of our kind. I've seen that firsthand. In Archeon, in Harbor Bay, on every battlefield. In the way Reds were treated and are still treated across the continent. But that world is changing. We destroy, but we also rebuild. Positive. Yeah, so it's saying that, like, yes, we've destroyed a lot, but now we're in the rebuilding phase where hopefully things start to change. And she's like, I'll return to him someday. And that's where the book ends. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, good for Victoria. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Wow. I feel like they always end up together. Yeah. Damn. Okay, get it. I love it. I mean, I love and hate it because, like, obviously, who doesn't like a happy ending? But also, like, that's life. They don't always end up together. Real with you, I did not like the ending of this book. You were like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) But we will talk about our thoughts, opinions. This is the last one, too. So it's like, when you say it's the final book in a series... So a lot can of you the times, like all of a sudden just pick up where you left off and now it's a new one? An author can always decide to like make more. Make more, okay. Because um, I'm like, maybe she's done with this for now, but like, there's no way you like. I don't think there's any way she like purposefully would leave it like kind of. Yeah. I think yeah, and a lot of authors who tend to write books where they've created a world such as this, like. Yeah. Even if it comes back, like like we were talking about Folk of the Air, where they stopped that story, but then they carry on with um, Oaks. Yeah. So it's like somebody else's that through that story, you still get bits, bits and pieces of, of the how other characters. But Interesting. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows indeed? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, my, my, my. All right. Well. Thanks for joining us on that roller coaster. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review and let us know what book suggestions you have. We would love to hear your thoughts, comments, and questions. You can email us at bookandbottlepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bookandbottlepodcast where you can see what episodes are coming out next. Vote on what books you want Callie to read. Sometimes see some behind the scenes content. Just, All just stuff. Uh, Message us, talk to us on there too. Yeah, say hi. Yeah, we Uh, love it. Yeah, so until next time, books down and bottles up. (laughs) These are the best cups anyone's ever invented. They really are.